Solid. Solid. <laughs> My coworker says salad. Like he's specifically saying salad, like the thing that you eat. Oh, okay. but he means solid. Oh, it throws me off. Can you give the best imperson- impersonation of that? It's like, oh, it's salad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in response to me being like, uh, did you did you do this thing or is this did you did you finish crimping the J box? He's like, yeah, it's salad. I'm like, oh, all right. Oh my goodness. All right, cool. And you really can't say anything about that. There's nothing that you can respond to that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that's a new one. I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, he introduced it to me for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Super funny. Hello, sunshine. Oh. Welcome to the podcast. Her little sassy tail. You sassy girl. Oh. She brought the fly with her. She got it? No. Um, it's, it's there, though. Oh, that stuff. I don't like the sound of buzzing. Like, even no. if it's a fly, I'm like, this is gotta stop. It's the way it's going around and around and like around. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you just rest in that? I can't. You can't. No, and I won't. <laughs> I won't rest until this fly has been defeated. Sunshine, you and I will conquer this beast. She's looking at the fly. Yeah, there are two flies now. So we're having a good day. At this point in the night, at 9.23 p.m., most anything amuses me. Okay? And mm. also, most anything distracts me. Mm-hmm. Right? So this fly thing, I could talk about it all day. You want to talk about the fly today? Is that, <laughs> We're going to... We're going to... Throw away all our plans for today's <laughs> podcast and talk about a fly. You know what? I'm kind of down. You know what? I really do feel like I could. I don't, but um, <laughs> the, the journey, the experience, sounds like it would be pretty funny. So if you really want to do that, we could. Honestly, that sounds wonderful. And maybe if I was more spontaneous... I would just go into that. Honestly, no, I am spontaneous. That's not the reason. The reason is <laughs> I feel very passionate about our topic today that I don't want to leave it. Okay. No, and I agree with you. I don't want to talk about a fly. Just want to say that I could. Okay, we could. It's like I was in um, creative writing in high school or whatever, like forever ago. And we had to like write about or our, we were talking about, I don't know if we actually did it or if the teacher was like, this is what I did when I was in school. I'm not really sure, but it came from that class where you would pick a single thing, like an apple or the color red or something. Mm -hmm. And you would have to write like seven pages about it. Holy shit. Or like, I don't know, 10 pages or something. I can't remember the exact thing. But like, talk about this one thing, something extremely simple for a long period of time. as like, just like a test to see how long you could do it. Good God. Seems hard. But also, like, probably would feel good at the end. You just wrote every single thing that you could about the color red. You'd probably come up with a lot of ways to talk about it. That's a lot probably, of ways. That's probably the whole reason that they do that exercise. 
That's a kind of a, I feel like that'd be a fun exercise. Should we give Maybe each we other homework? <laughs> Here we go. Honestly, I cannot take another bit of extra work to do in my no. life right now. But God, no. Maybe that could be like an, an exercise that we do in the moment. Not mm-hmm. now. But oh, like, okay. You know. <laughs> in another moment, a different yeah, moment. Yeah, and in a future moment. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for that. Let's do okay. that. Yeah. I feel like that would just be interesting. I'm intrigued, at least. All right. I'm on board. But today, folks, we're talking about courageously moving through fear. Mm-hmm. It has been my mantra all week, and honestly, something that I've been thinking about for a few weeks now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I feel like it's something that we can all relate to in many different ways. Like, I, I'm thinking about it in a very specific way in this moment, but I think that if you just look and think about courageously moving through fear, essentially, like, we're all out here doing that every day. Definitely. In, like, really long, drawn-out, or really, like, short, instant ways. Or just over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a sustained fear that you have to push through all the time like yeah 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 and fear is tiring it takes a lot of energy it definitely does it's unpleasant yeah you're on edge and also like moving through it is unpleasant (sighs) being courageous about it kind of unpleasant very unpleasant it's like thrilling though so when yes, definitely when it goes well, mm, power that feel yes, you're like whoa! I <laughs> Here did we go. That. You know yeah. that's a really cool feeling. If you don't courageously move through it, because we were just saying moving through it is a really difficult part of it. But if yeah. we don't do that, it's honestly still unpleasant. I'm just now like right, frozen in fear. You're staying in in the unpleasantness, and why would you do that? Maybe you can't help it, but if you could. Right. Right. It's like what those, it's like the, the different responses. I don't know what all of them are. Fight, flight, fawn. Freeze. And yeah. Freeze. And fawn. Yep. I just talked about that this week, actually. I didn't really talk about it, but I just mentioned it. Um, Connor and I were texting back and forth about Astro this week, Astro has a cone on his forehead. <laughs> cone um, head. That's so rude. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready for I'm that. I'm like the only person that's finding like humor in his situation, but I'm trying to keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> I empathize with him. I wouldn't want to wear a cone either, but you know. This is the first time he's ever worn a cone, and honestly, it's a very sad sight to see. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still a puppy okay we cannot forget it because I thought about that this week I said you know what he looks like a full ass grown dog yeah he does but in reality he's literally six months old still Oh, he's a little 
maybe. He's literally just trying to still figure out the world. And now as he's like just kind of getting the hang of it, boom, a cone goes on. And he's like, <laughs> what in the world is happening here? And he has My an peripheral vision is gone. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like has lengthy legs. Like things are already things are already wonky, and now we have a cone. Right. Not ideal. Not ideal. Therefore, Connor and I have been texting a lot throughout this this week and this experience with Astro. So uh, he was like, "It's so weird that he kind of like freezes with his cone." Because I was saying like he's literally paralyzed in his cone, and I was like, "Well." You know, it's the trauma responses. Everything, right. every person, every animal, every whatever it is, that's what we tend to see, right? So some dogs might, because he was like, I feel like most dogs squirm in a cone. Uh, like, I want to get it off, like, mm, get it they off. They try to like, wiggle it off, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you know, some dogs do that, some dogs don't. He decided that he was paralyzed. Mm. <laughs> that is how he reacted. This is literally trauma for him, you know? He has an ear infection, he has a hot spot, he has a cone on. Not a good time. No good. No one is comfortable in a cone. <laughs> I just, no one is. You know no. that. No. You feel that deep to your core. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. been hard to witness, for sure. We still have not said welcome back. True. So welcome back. So welcome back, folks. <laughs> welcome back to the Wild Rise. This is Jesse, And this is Sandy. We are so happy to have you here. And I'm actually very excited. I'm very excited for this conversation because this is hitting home hard right now. But yeah. How do you relate to this courageously moving through fear? Um, I feel like it's something that I've been doing for a year or so. <laughs> so serious. <laughs> it is something I feel like I have been doing for about a year or so. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's how I relate to that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been doing that. And it's, um, like, like I said earlier, it's like big things, small things, you know. Um, fuck. I do this at work. I do this driving. I do this in conversations with people, strangers. Or people that I'm, like, in relationships with. You know? I feel like that's the place that you grow in. When you push yourself. In, a, like, a, in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think there's definitely a lot of growth in sitting in discomfort. I don't and think it's sitting. I don't think we're sitting in discomfort if we're courageously moving through fear. For me, sometimes it feels like sitting. It feels like a long time where I am just, because I think part of my reaction is like freezing a little bit. So I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, and wow. like yeah, it time it does, does go back to that. time does pass by. I feel like really slowly because I'm and I'm on edge constantly. So it's like, whew. right? That's uncomfortable. But everyone, everyone, right, experiences things you know differently and relates to things differently. For sure. I feel like independence is a value that I was raised on. I feel like that is a value that I heard a lot about. Uh, my mom was alone a lot of the time growing up. Um, and I, even then as a kid, was like, wow, this takes a lot of courage to like have a family in this home by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and because my fear is really based on like, 
trying to protect myself when I'm alone, something bad happening, someone dying, me getting hurt, things like that. Pretty drastic, like intense stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But it happens often. Every night, whenever it's dark, I start to get nervous. Um, When I'm alone, I am more nervous because the reality is I am at higher risk. I do have less protection. Um, I'm also a woman in this world. So I think that that's also, you know, part of it. And I always think, you know, okay, I'm outside with Astro. People see me. It's just me alone. There's haven't seen another car in the driveway for a few days, things like that. Like that is where my mind is going because there's a lot of anxiety, right? So I'm constantly thinking about the worst thing possible. But independence was something that I always resonated with. I always like was like, I'm very independent. You know, I, that was def- definitely part of my ide- identity. Yeah. Um, and I believe that was true. You know, I do. I think that over time through different experiences that I have faced, like a near-death car accident, yeah. um, I that tr- trauma has only increased the fear and only increased like like amplified that hypervigilance and that trauma response. And I'm in it more often. And um, I was genuinely very close to death. And so I do fear that. And actually before that accident, I always was like, even when I was young, I would worry about dying young. When I was young, my parents would always be like, oh, you worry too much. You worry too much. Wait till you're a mom. Can You're going to like, you're gonna have a hard time when you're a mom like and what are you gonna do and like you're already you're a kid and you're worrying about these things so I heard that a lot um so then I was like all right I guess I worry a lot and now I do (laughs) fuck it's one of those things they said it so much and it became true and it was true yeah so you feel like your your fear is like eroding your independence Absolutely. Yeah. So to kind of give in a little bit more detail this week, as I said, you know, I was speaking to how it's really hitting home. Um, this week, my partner, Connor, is away. He is on a work trip for um, five days, four nights. For me, that's a pretty like good amount of time for folks out there. Um, I live with this person, um, spend a lot of time together. And previously to my relationship, um, I always had a roommate. I it was in college or and then I was with my family. So I never lived alone, didn't have that opportunity to do that. So just by my experiences, I never had to go through the experience of living alone. Right. Um, and so although I do feel that I am independent and have always felt that, I think with time passing and just the way things have panned out, I haven't really had to be as independent for just specific reasons, right? Right. Um, Or if I ever did, I had support. I wasn't doing it alone. Um, So it's not that I can't spend time alone. I think that that might be like part of what it might sound like, right? When you think about that. It's not that. I can fill time. I like being alone. I have plenty of things that I can do. I like (laughs) I like journaling and yoga and tarot and shit like that. And I always talk about how I don't have enough time to do that. And I genuinely feel that way. Like when I was like, okay, he's leaving. Cool. I'm going to be able to like really like, (laughs) like reflect and take time that I don't usually have. Um, And that's my choice, right? That's not on him. But at the end of the day, I would rather spend time with him. Um, So that's part of it. 
So it's not that I can't be alone. Totally fine with being alone, like spending time alone, I think is what I should say. Yeah. But when it comes to like the logistics of mm. all the things it takes <laughs> day after day, only being by yourself, um, it's a lot. Yeah, dude, it definitely is, especially like, like you said, you've never had that experience and it's not like you are easing into that experience. It's like, oh, now you're alone for five days. Right. So it definitely can be hard to navigate. I mean, I, I feel like our perspectives are really different in that, like, I do live alone. And I've lived alone for at least a year now. And, like, I don't have a lot of the same feelings that you do about being alone. But I did, I used to. I definitely used to. I look at you and, like, living alone and I'm like, damn. (laughs) And, like, I don't bring it up to you because I'm like, I don't want to, like, then make her scared or whatnot. Like, I don't know. Or, like, make her be in her head. But, like, Mm. I am. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This girl's out here doing, like, literally everything alone. Like, her her day-to-day alone, you know? Like, taking out the trash alone. Like, being in your house at night alone. Being through bad weather alone if anything ever happened to you you would be in your home alone yeah and you're like here killing it dude and you're like you know what i mean like i think it's impressive that like you have like yeah you have that stance and experience with it thank you i appreciate that it's um i don't know It, it doesn't really feel like something that i had to like try really hard to to be able to do I think I was kind of like wishing for it honestly yeah um and I do really love it and I kind of I wonder like where does that feeling of safety come from like I don't really know I don't really know (laughs) I'm just like I I wish that I knew so that I could tell you oh for you you yeah have it too true um But, I mean, I remember, like, years ago when I lived with my ex-boyfriend, at, like, the beginning of COVID, at least, I was definitely in a weird place and, like, was in my house, like, paranoid, didn't want to be there, didn't want to be alone, didn't want to be outside. Mm. Like, yeah. It's limiting. It's limiting. I definitely felt limited. And I, (laughs) I said earlier, I feel as I'm an independent person. I do think that my personality, my like soul is very independent. I like independence. I crave it. I enjoy it. I value it. Um, So something feeling limiting is not a good experience for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to be free, dog. I literally hate it. Yeah. And before he left, I already started to like, I don't know I what exactly. Oh, it was some dreams that I had, actually. Oh, good. Good, good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Last week, um, I spent some time um, off of work and we were at Connor's camp and um, I was dreaming a lot. 
mm. while I was there, I just can't. And I do dream a lot, but it was like the same kind of theme in my dreams. Um, and it relates to this. My first dream, long story short, apparently I signed myself up for an adult, like, um, art class. Okay. <laughs> and I, it started with me being in my high school, but I was like, at this time, and it was like, you know, here in the now. And I was like, why am I here? And I started panicking and I was like, what class am I supposed to be in? And I'm like looking online and nothing's making sense. The times, the dates, nothing's making sense. Oh, and I'm like, oh my God, Sandy, it's July. Like, it's not July. school. It's not school You're freaking 25. <laughs> You're not in school. And though so I show up and I'm like, hey, I'm Sandy. I'm a therapist. My pronouns are she or hers. I've never done this. <laughs> I'm like, I've never done this. Um, and so... I was nervous in this class. I was like, what are we going to, what are we doing? We all had to go up to the board and draw a little bit of like draw, like contribute to the drawing. Oh, and the next wow. person went up and had to contribute to it. Right. Isn't that crazy? I just thought like that was in my dream. That was wild. Wow, dude. Um, and so I like got up and was like, that's when I started to say that. I'm like, I got, I'm saying like, and cause these people were amazing artists, dude. They were like, like out of this world, like they would be like famous, like artists. And I'm like in this class. Um, second dream. Apparently, because well, that one just ends like that. Of course, no. I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. But essentially, oh, it does end like that. No, it does. Not. Like, I go up to the board, and I'm having a really hard time. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. I'm like nothing's yeah. where I can't. I'm panicking like nothing. Um, and then I start to draw like a some like a face, like a smile, like but like not like an intense face, like no. a smiley face. Um, <laughs> no. No, literally a smiley face. And it's like, come in. I'm like, this is going to be good. And then my dream ended. Yeah, and so love it. the other dream was, again, very similar. I like woke, it was like I th- was thrown into the dream. That's how it felt both times. Like I was thrown into this like Always. now you're in this art class. And there's this theme of like another version of myself putting me in situations where I'm not like, no, I don't want to do this. I am courageously moving through fear. I am doing things that I'm like, am interested in that I kind of like want to do like in a way, but at the same time, like I don't have any recollection of signing myself up for any of these things. And I have to like go through them, even though I'm anxious and have fear. The second one was apparently I signed myself up for (laughs) a race car competition. (laughs) (laughs) There is no that I could have guessed that that was going to come out of your mouth. A race car competition. (laughs) Get it. That's hilarious. I'm so serious. And I am freaked out. And it's like literally the same thing. I get to the dream and I'm like looking for answers. I'm like, what am I doing? How did I get here? And... And they're like, your, your, your competition's coming up. It's like today or whatever. And I was like, what? And I was like, like, no idea. Like, literally, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. And I start, like, asking questions or whatnot, and all of a sudden, Connor's there. He's like, you have to pack. I'm like, what am I supposed to pack? I I don't know. Like, did they send me a list? Did they email me a list of things (laughs) I'm supposed to bring? Is it, like, paperwork? Is it, like, gear that I have to wear? (laughs) Like, what's going on? So, somehow I pack. I show up. Now I'm at this competition. We're on the... We're on the... (laughs) We're on the bench. (laughs) On the bench. I'm waiting. It's almost my turn. Like, our turn. Like, it was me and everybody I was about to race. We're all sitting on the bench. And it's all people like my age. And for some reason, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but there's someone in your dream that's like beyond random. 
<laughs> yeah. There was somebody in my dream from, like, elementary school, like, a friend that I used to be friends with. They, like, stick out so much. Yeah. But, n- ba- like, not close friends. Yeah. Like, almost acquaintances. Um, She was there. She was in the competition. She was next to me. She was sitting next to me. And I was like, oh, my God. Kelly. And... <laughs> so serious like, I'm serious <laughs> I dreamed that this is a dream people these okay? dreams are really vivid and intense Sandy I'm asking her questions she's like no don't worry like you'll know you'll get it like this is so fun I was nervous my first time too it's literally such a blast it's like casual it's fun like just go out there and have fun whatever oh my god oh my god, oh my god. get ready for this we go down to the track it's kind of like go-karts you're looking for your car I'm looking for my car <laughs> I find it. How do I know it's mine? How do you know it's yours? It says, the wild rise on it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh? I cannot God. be more serious. I can't I'm not- believe you didn't tell me this until right now, but this is so funny. Isn't it better in the moment? So... <laughs> Also, it turns out, it's like, it kind of is like a go-kart. It's like one of those extreme go-karts, mm. you know? My knees are like this, you know? Like, I'm scrunched. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous as shit. Here we go. The alarm, whatever goes off, and then we start going. It's one of those, like, sl- it was, like, kind of very slippery. Like, the smallest amount of turn, and you're... You're out. Um, a lot of people started to do that, started crashing. I was able to actually, like, be able to, like, step on my gas enough and get – and, like, and not enough, you know? Like, I stepped in and out of the gas pedal, and it was perfect. And I was able to, like, turn the corners. I didn't crash, nothing. And then I woke up. So this is before – This is before Connor went on his trip, and these dreams inspired me to be like, wow, I have to listen to my inner – you know, like, my inner voice, my intuition. I want to have more, like, I want to courageously move through fear. I don't want to feel limited. I want to, like, do the things I want to do in my life. Like, yeah. you know, like, it could be weird. It can be random. It could just be a cool experience. Like, do the thing and courageously move through fear. So, definitely hits home. That happened last week. And Connor's been gone for... um four days tomorrow's the fifth and the last and um as this week has gone on i've definitely been courageously moving through fear in oh yeah yeah so many ways so many obstacles this week was fucking wild the new um, moon in Capricorn? unbelievable what the fuck's going on no like actually it's i need answers it's too coincidental actually I need answers Compa- what the fuck like, is going on? I feel like that in my own life, but then listening to you in your life this last week, too, Dude. I'm like... No. Nope. Sorry, no? It's just so strange. Yeah, but we may be scared, but that won't stop us. Gotta keep trucking along. You know, you have to, and... Not just for me, right? But for the people that care about you, for your cats, for your dogs, for mm-hmm. your kids, for your 
family, friends, whatever. Yep. I probably would be more in my room if I didn't have a, a recovering dog from a hot spot and an infection. He can't eat by himself. He can't drink water by himself. He can't go outside and do any, you know, his thing by himself. I have to give him four medications every day, multiple times a day. Mm, Fear so around all of it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I think it's hard to keep that, though, throughout your life, especially, like, in commitment, you know, committed relationships, right? Because, like, I think when you are for me, at least in my opinion, when you are in a relationship, there is a level of dependency. And I think that it's actually good. I think it's nice to be able to depend on someone and someone to depend on you a little bit to be there as a support, as a rock, right? You hear that all the time. Um, I want to be helpful. I want to feel helpful. Um, all of those things, right? I want Connor to be able to lean on me and I want to be able to lean on him. And I think that's a beautiful thing about a partnership. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's a good thing, right? But it's to be able to like still, I don't know, to, to have balance. It's the balance. It. Definitely. That's hard to hold on to. I think I'm probably tipped to the opposite end of the balance. Maybe a little bit too independent. Mm. Like I could, I could depend on people a little bit more when I need things. What a rich conversation. Like- <laughs> Truly, like, this is so great that, like, you are, like, you're here and I'm here. Because I think it just, like, gives yeah. a really great, yeah, combo. It's interesting. Because, like, depending on other people is not a default for me. That's, like, a plan B. Mm. You know? Taurus. You Taurus, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I also just, like, learned that from my mom. Mm. She's an so independent really- lady. Yeah. That was already in your blueprint, and then because of that, you know, it was, like, solid, it was ingrained. You know? Like, I feel like I learned as a kid, like, do it yourself. (laughs) Like, you want it done right? Do it yourself. Also, like, sometimes when you depend on other people, they can let you down. But if you're just depending on yourself, you're the only person that can let yourself down. Which is somehow a little bit easier. I definitely have heard all of those messages, and I think that that's definitely real for my mom. Um, Mm. I think she is, like, a little too independent, but I could already hear her voice being like, well, I can't depend on people every time I do, you know, like, something like that. And I know it. You know, I get that. There's real experiences and reasons behind that, right? Totally have understanding for that, Um, which is why it's just, like, so hard, no matter where you are in the spectrum. Like, I think it is difficult, and I think every experience that you face is, like, going to affect that. Like, and it does not necessarily mean it's a negative thing. Yeah, definitely. And it changes, you know? Maybe you, we have no it idea changes. what's going to happen in our path. Maybe we get into an accident or something and we literally are in a wheelchair. And guess what? You have to depend on someone and you have yeah. no choice and you have to. And if you're someone who that is hard, like, what an interesting experience that is, right? Mm-hmm. And on the opposite side, right? Um, I think that's why I, like, fear so much about, like, losing someone because i do depend on a lot of people in my life yeah and it's beautiful (laughs) i think it's wonderful that i feel i feel grateful that i have people that i know i can depend on that will be there for me always it's like a strong Um, web connections each each person like doesn't have to be 
as strong because you're stronger together. Whatever. Sounds like a cliche, but whatever. But I totally, I you know, I totally, I see the appeal to that. I do. Yeah. No. Yeah. And like, yeah. So it's hard because I, I hold both really to a high degree. I really want to be independent, and I'm also like, yeah. Oh yeah. You can help me with that. Sure. <laughs> that's you want to do that, smart dude. That's just being smart. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. That's really where I am, though. And I think that's this other thing is Connor wonderful partner he's very independent he is an Aries he is a natural born leader yada 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 therefore he does like take it upon himself to do a lot of things yeah right um more than I need him to you know it's like you don't need to do all of that right now Mm. you know but I think that part of him like can't help it he's like I see it I gotta do it I have to like you know um and so then I'm like sure you know go ahead and I'm not and I'm not like that so I'm like you know, the combination of that, yeah, I think, contributes to this, like, dependency a little bit. For sure. Fosters it in a way. But like you said, it's, like, not, it's not rooted in, like, a negative thing. Right, right. You're literally working smart. <laughs> Whether you have, like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's so simple, really. Like, I am one person doing a job. You and Connor are two people doing a job it's gonna be easier for you because there's more of you right we're all capable of doing it singularly y'all happen to be doing it together exactly it's fucking dope i can't (laughs) hate i really don't i appreciate the understanding yeah and like life is so unfair and sometimes i like really don't want to do anything and i have to depend on him and vice versa you know mm-hmm. um even though it doesn't happen as much because on the other hand it's because he i think has that aries energy the independent air energy and like firstborn son and just like <laughs> i'm gonna do all of these things and yeah not depend on any like i think that he could depend on me more i think he kind of might relate to you a little bit in that way yeah and i'm like please lean on me I can support you. We could cuddle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing too, like sometimes being dependent, I think takes vulnerability, right? To like let let go a little bit of that like control. Yeah. Yep. Letting people in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to let people help you. Mm-hmm. And, like, somehow in every episode we end up talking about, the, like, society and the world. And like, But that's just, here it is they again. did this to us. <laughs> the messaging. It's true, though. It is, true. it is true. Even if we think it doesn't come up for us, like, and it might, and it might not, but I think it is ingrained in our culture as a whole to, like, do things. Like, you're on your own team in a way. I mean, capitalism is some kind Pull of yourself up. By your fucking bootstraps. Yeah. Yeah. Or get out my face. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I can't even fucking say that. Like, that's not real. I don't believe that. No. No, 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 no. What is a bootstrap? <laughs> Someone fucking tell me. Someone fucking tell me. What the fuck a bootstrap is. <laughs> I got boots and they don't have straps. All right. They have little little loops on the back. Is that what we're talking about? Boot loops? Maybe. that's so fucking funny i just that just came out (laughs) (laughs) 
so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I really surprise myself sometimes with the things that I say. I really do. I'm not in control. <laughs> oh, wow. That is really good. That is rich. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah. That doesn't That's make really any cool. sense. Yeah. <laughs> back, to, back to that. Um, yeah, but you hear it all the time, right? Or, like, people feel like they deserve criticism because that's the only way that they're going to, like, be able to move through it. It's like, mm, right. let's check yourself for a moment. I think there's more there. I think you just feel uncomfortable with vulnerability. And that's okay. That's mm. totally okay. There's probably a real reason for that, too. For right? sure. For sure. If you work through that, you can move courageously through the fear of vulnerability. Absolutely. I, long, long time ago, was not vulnerable. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Still moving through that fear. I definitely have moments of that, but I would say overall I'm a pretty vulnerable person. I think you are too. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I think, like, I want to be able to... I think that's helpful as a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're... I feel like you're like a little... A little shell that's like open. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Whereas my shell is closed. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck away from my shell. <laughs> you know? Are you a, a fixed sign? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, oh, my God. I saw a meme on Instagram that just called me out so fucking hard the other day. It was so funny. I follow too many astrology accounts on instagram Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every time someone posts a meme that i like Mm -hmm. i go to their account and i follow them (laughs) (laughs) oh boy you must follow a lot a lot too many but honestly every single time i look through and i look i wait for my sign it's enjoyable oh yeah i i went down like a rabbit hole yesterday I always look at yours. And they're fucking hilarious. I look at yours, too. <laughs> Some of them are spot fucking on, dude. This one literally, uh, for mine, it was doing the, like, a picture from the Little Miss Sunshine characters, like, the little cartoons. So fucking funny. Taurus Sun, Little Miss Can't Handle Change. <laughs> and, like, I'm literally like, are you fuck? On this day, today, you came to me on this day. How dare you? Do you remember your other? Because I feel like you gotta get the full picture. Yes, dude. Oh, God, yes. The rising was fucking funny. And really, the image is, like, probably the funniest part of the rising one. But I I literally, like, gasped out loud when I saw it. Let me see what it says. I I fucking direct messaged it to my, I I literally DM myself on Instagram all the time, and I have two two accounts on Instagram. So when I see a post that I like on one account, I'll send it to the other one. That's really funny. It's lame. It's okay. It's lame. <laughs> it's really lame. Um. All right. Where is it? Okay. <laughs> Capricorn rising. Little Miss Girl Boss, but like the oh, character yeah. is like, fuck. 
the character oh is like my skinny and like jumping in the air and like vibrating like isn't that me dude yes dude. is that not me like no, that's getting you. onto a roof no that's you so that's Capricorn Rising, and then my Aquarius Moon is Little Miss Girl Blogger. What's up? Wow. I may not have a blog, girl. but I have a podcast. Yes, yes. You out here girl blogging? Yeah, we are. Yeah, for we sure. are. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, wow, okay, so girl boss, girl blogger. Yeah, and, and then Little Miss Can't Handle Change, and the little characters are fucking spot on, too. Like, I the characters made are great. this I like face the when I read that. I made that face. Oh, my God. I was like, what? No. Oh, I turned my phone off. <laughs> did you look. look at what yours was? I did. Um, so, you know, the sun one was a classic Sagittarius thing. Um, it's like, can't miss some uh, commitment issues, I think. I think it's like little miss commitment issues, I'm pretty sure. That's so um funny. which like that's why I say you have to get the full picture because Oh yeah. Don't uh, really feel yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Was I right? Yeah, and the little yeah. dude's running. The dude's funny, yeah. I think in some ways, like I think not with love because I have a Libra moon and with a Libra moon it's like Libra's like love, love and shit. Mm. Um so Ooh. I think that I have commitment issues a little bit with, like, things that are, like, supposed to be consistent. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be a therapist my whole life. Damn, that's intense. Um, And, like, I love being a therapist, you know. Um, And I will do it for a long time, I I think. Um, But, like, I think when it comes to that, like, things like that, maybe, um, I can see that a little bit. But I think my moon was... I got it right here. What is it? Little Miss Indecisive. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they're really calling you out, girl. You think so? I mean, indecisive and commitment issues. They really went for it. But do you feel like that is true with, like, what you know about me? Not really. I wouldn't say that you're indecisive. Me neither. I would say that after exploring the options, you are decisive. Yeah. Only way that I can resonate with that is, like, I think a lot in the gray area. I don't really think in the black and white. Mm. Um, And so maybe that's, like, part of it, but I think that's, like, a really good thing. (laughs) I do, too. Um, So that's the only thing. So I'm kind of, like, iffy on both of those. Are Um, you Leo rising? Of course. Yeah, dude. Now (laughs) this one... This one I can get behind. Same, dude. That's fucking funny. Little Miss Slay. Yes, dude. And the little character, the way she's like, and that, ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's my right. dude. That really is me. I'm all about slaying, slaying the day, slaying the look, <laughs> slaying. Slaying the day. <laughs> um, so I totally, I totally can feel that. Like, I feel my three so, so to my core like Sagittarius Libra Leo I'm like that is that is me like what the hell that's so wild mm-hmm. oh wow yeah. you know I know I've been wanting a new tattoo for a long time I'm just so indecisive about it <laughs> here we go folks here we go the truth comes out yeah it, it, but I'm very rarely it, that's a big decision um and also it's like I'm not gonna just like put random should, I mean, not to say it in that way, but, like, I'm not, I really want to think 
through what this is. Mm-hmm. It might seem random to other people, but I really want to think through. Because um, it's like, I, I have a lot of pressure writing on this tattoo, honestly. Like, there's been a lot of evolution that has happened over the years that I want to mm. encompass in one tattoo. What is it going to be? I have no idea. Oh my god. It's no gonna wonder. Be grand. Holy shit. Yeah, I feel pressure now. <laughs> it's not tattoo. though, because like I'm not trying to like I'm not like I need to get a tattoo. Like it's just like whenever it comes to me, like I know I want it. I know that's what I, I want it to like mean a lot of things and signify a lot, but whenever it happens, you know, but I definitely want it. Good. I think you'll get it when the time is right. I agree with you. But um, astrology is definitely going to be a little bit of a little part of that. Dope. A little bit of somehow. So happy I was able to tell you about my dreams. Me too. Thanks for keeping that for me for five days. I'm kidding. Honestly, I've been just distracted, courageously moving through fear that I couldn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> If you, even if you told me in a month, I'd be like, cool, yeah, that was a good time to tell me, sure. <laughs> I'm glad that it happened in the, in the way that it did. That's pretty fucking hilarious that you found your, your go-kart because it said the wild rise on it. Like, I didn't realize we had such good, you know, branding and advertising out in the in the dreamland, in the dreamscape. It was pretty cool. Do you think that that go-kart shows up in other people's dreams? No. No. But I remember when I got into it. This is so good. I'm so glad I remember this. When I got into it, Kelly was in front of me. And Kelly. I'm like, because I'm still asking her questions. I like literally never stopped asking her questions. This poor, poor girl. Um, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, do we get to keep these? Oh, my God, dude. The Wild Rise Mobile. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if I was able to keep it. I have no idea what happened. And that's, you know, part of it. Part of the magic. I love that. I love picturing you up in the clouds, driving a go-kart. And in my mind, it's like purple and pink. <gasps> and like It was! Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And you're just, you're racing. You're skirt, skirting through the clouds. You're going to win the race. I totally was, dude. I love that. I'm glad that I could have more than just fear-based. Well, I was going to say fear-based dreams, but I guess they are fear-based, you know? But not, like, horrifying dreams. I do have horrifying dreams, trust, but Mm. I'm glad that I'm able to also have things like that. Right. They make you think, because I feel like dreams definitely, like, exemplify anxieties and, like, conditions. And I definitely think it's, like, our subconscious right humans are so fucking weird yeah oh, for sure. i guess i guess other animals animals are fucking weird and other well, animals dream too right they must yes they, yes they definitely do yeah um yeah brains brains are weird brains are wild i've always been interested in them <laughs> yeah for me it's like the sea and space like there's a lot going on in there and i don't know if i have all the time to really gather that information. I mean, there are other, there are fine people that are doing that. Work. The space is wild, dude. Uh, yeah. It, I, 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 I like knowing that it's there. I don't really need the numbers and, you know, I'm all set. 
Is it fear-based? No, it's literally, it's literally not. <laughs> I am so interested in it. I mean, I certainly would, would fear going to space. I'm not going to oh, go sure. to space. This is, no. well, you are this is my home. Well, well, I'm not going to leave the atmosphere of the Earth if I can right. fucking help it. No, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. But I, like, love talking. Like, I like learning and thinking about it. And, like, it's like, whoa, it's wild. <laughs> pretty cool pretty cool i actually think it's comforting <laughs> i think some people might maybe will think it's like it might be fearful you know fearsome for some folks but um right because there's like fine. so much out there that makes sense right yeah but for me i'm like ah, oh, i feel like it eases everything it eases the pressure it eases the tension i'm just like literally yeah. it's that song you're not special babe yeah oh, i told a client about that song yeah i'm gonna love it i love that i'm like here's a song based on what you're going through here's a song going based on what you're going through listen to this tell that's me if awesome. you like it um i think that music is you know therapeutic and we've talked about that endless amounts of times so why don't i use it as a tool let's use it as a tool 100 percent. yeah so i hope that we can ass- we have maybe inspired you to courageously move through fear. I think the biggest things to remember in doing that is just meeting yourself where you are, not like throwing yourself into this like high degree of fear. And you're like, I just got to do it because that could really create harm. But Mm -hmm. I would say just, you know, meeting yourself where you are. Like if you're afraid of the dark then maybe keeping like a light on and then maybe eventually you can keep less lights on or whatever it is um and really doing what makes you comfortable um as you're moving through fear courageously yeah for me it's about like like believing that you're gonna get through that thing and be totally fine um that you know confidence in yourself if you're confident in yourself you can face fear it's true. It's true. Think about, you know, after the fact, like that moment when I did this thing or right. how good it's going to feel when I do go there and when I do do this and when I do make it through. Uh, think about why you care about that, right? Like, okay, yeah. if you do value independence, think about that. Think about, I want to, like, for me, I'm like, I want to be a, like, not want to be, I know that I am, but it's like, I want to be <laughs> like a boss ass bitch. I want to do these things. I can do these things. I love having someone around. That's wonderful. But if I didn't have someone around, I could totally get through these things. And even if I have fear, it doesn't mean that I'm not getting through the things, right? Exactly. Um, so I hope that we, you know, invoked a little bit of inspiration and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think all have like the inner I think that we all have everything that we need already within us. We just have to be able to tap into those things. Right. You can get yourself through it. Just do it. (laughs) Just fucking do it. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first and last. I've been eagerly awaiting for this time to come. Really? I have experienced lots of great songs in the last couple of weeks, two of which I've shown to you, but there are more. And I just like was really excited to tell you and tell everybody about my song of the week. The song of the week! <laughs> the time is here. My song of the week is titled Space for You by Avenue Beat. 
Um, I like it because this is when you know it's a good song. I like it because I like the lyrics and I like the sound. Yep. Um, so it's I it's ideal, honestly, for a song for me. It's a really about an upbeat person who is a lot of positive energy. I think it's about, you know, mm. having being really happy and content and solid in your life, um, or at least in like most things. Um and or some things that feel really good and you don't really necessarily need you don't need more but if you had more mm. that'd be cool if you mm. had more you know i'd make space for more right um <laughs> i would do that um and so i think it's just cute and i like the sound um so highly recommend it yeah Go check it out I agree. I've had this song on my like songs for a couple weeks now, and it I jam to it. Yeah, pretty easily in the car. It's super easy to jam to. Easy on yeah. the ears. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yup. Easy on the vocal cords. Yeah. It's nice to sing along to. Yeah. <laughs> cool. My song of the week is called Disco Man. By Remy Wolf. And I have been... I've been listening to Remy Wolf for quite some time now. And like getting more in into their music. Really? And it's really good. Such a vibe. It's... And very like unique. Yes. And weird. Yes. But like a good weird. Fun. And that's, that's the stuff that I absolutely love. I agree. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that that part stuck in my head, just the disco man. <laughs> like da 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 It's been in my head for days. Lots of catchy music. Oh my god. Lots of catchy music. I like catchy music, sue me. I mean it's catchy, it's in the it's in the definition. <laughs> true. It's true. I'm excited to see your um illustration. This. Mm, me too. Get a this disco really ball cool. or two going. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you don't know what we're talking about, Jesse and I both create a like piece of artwork. Um, I guess you could say. And we post it on our Instagram stories every day that we uh, publish, which is Fridays bi-weekly. Um, we attach the song to it, so you can easily just press on that and go right to your Spotify and listen to our songs of the week. We also have a Spotify account, uh, music account, at the Wild Rise podcast. We have two playlists, one for all of the songs from season one and another that is in the works each week of season for two. S- for season two. Yeah. yeah. Check them out. There's literally so much music there. And it's handpicked by yours truly. Curated. Um, curated. <laughs> All right. This is a musical boutique Ooh, we got here. Ooh, I love that. Except it's free. I mean, if you pay for Spotify, whatever. However that <laughs> shit works. I think it's free, right? Um, you don't have to pay us for it, is what we're saying. So, yeah. Find us at those places. On Instagram, on Spotify, wherever you stream your podcasts. Obviously, if you're listening to me right now, you're streaming a podcast. So you know where to find me. And if you like what you hear, spread the word. 
I think that um, word of mouth is still like such a great like tool in mm. advertisement, I guess, and in, in sharing and connection. Uh, so encouraging encouraging that if that feels um, like an authentic choice for you. Definitely. And if you want a sticker, hit me up. Because I have stickers. You gotta post that. I'll send them out. Send them out, send them out. 